Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Lawrence Holmes. Noon to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. Can we just talk about some of the magic that really made this team work this year? And the one thing that comes to mind for me is defense. Man, those guys can play some D. Well, they do, and you know, this whole championship run was predicated on defense. That's what uh, Phil Jackson went after. It started with Johnny Bach, who was the defensive guru of this basketball team for a couple of years there during the championship run, and it's just continued, and these guys really take such pride in playing their defense and in stopping other guys. I mean, there's a lot on the line. Every time they go out and play somebody with a little bit of a reputation, they sure shut down Carl Malone in the second half of that game six. 25 years ago at the rally in 1997 for the Bulls winning their fifth championship, Allison Payne and Dan Roan. It's great. It's really great stuff. I had just started working there as an intern. Like, like fresh. And they were like, go to the Birdo Center and stick a microphone in front of Michael Jordan's face. Okay, Great. Dan Roan has been an institution of professionalism in sports casting for four decades over at Channel 9. He's nice enough to join me on the Circa Resort and Casino Hotline. Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Hello, Mr. Roan. How are you? What's up, Lawrence? Thanks for having me on. I just want to say this. I'm happy we didn't destroy your career before it even started. No, are you kidding me? Like the the stuff I was able to learn with that crew over there back in in ninety seven and ninety eight helped propel me in, in this in this business. So uh, it, it's a sincere thank you that I give. I I want to know. Like, look, I I know that whether it was you or Rich King, like you guys, you two guys specifically, have been like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna retire. Oh, I'm gonna retire. And we 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 hear it all the time. Oh, you know what? Get ready. I'm gonna be out of here soon. What made you decide that now's the time to walk away? Well, in in terms of Rich King, he said it for 10 straight years before he finally did it. He so, really did? <laughs> he did, yeah. I didn't, uh, I didn't drag it out quite that long. I actually, Lawrence was going to do it last year, and then um, I was kind of not coerced but asked to stay on for another year. And, and uh, hey, what are you going to say? No, after all the stuff WGN has done for me, so – of course I did, and then I uh, was supposed to be finished in February, and we said, uh, you know, I'll, I'll stay on uh, for three more months to try and 
uh, you know, help get through whatever playoffs we might have in terms of hockey or basketball, and then the start of the baseball season, then that would pretty much be it. So uh, that's where we are. Thursday's the last day. What's on the list of things that you've covered throughout four decades at, at Channel 9 that that comes first to mind when thinking about your career there? Well, if you look, I, you'd have to say, if you look at it, um, kind of in totality, it's got to be the Bulls, right? I mean, my first year was 1984. I started in February of that year, and then Michael Jordan was drafted uh, in June. So uh, he and I came the same time, and I can still remember going up to uh, Angel Guardian Gym there on the north side and being the only guy at practice and talking to Michael Jordan on the side. Uh, This was in preseason before they even started playing games, and uh, we'd seen what he'd done in the Olympics and what he'd done in the NCAA tournament. Nobody knew exactly what they were getting, of course, and then it didn't take long for us to find out. So being around MJ during all those times and, and winning the six championships and, and everything that went with it for us, you know, we had all those games on the year um, from 90, well, actually from the late eighties on. So, uh, we were a big part of it at our station, and we were proud to be a big part of it. So I would have to say, uh, overall, the whole Jordan slash Bulls era would be the, the the number one thing I've covered. Was there something that you felt that the Last Dance documentary left out that should have been shared with everyone? Um, I don't. I, I'd have to sit down and think about it, but I think they did a pretty good job of of getting through most of it. And, you know, you just have to keep in mind that it's through Michael's perspective. It's really not so much through anybody else's. So there, there are some people that would dispute some of what was said in there, but I think by and large, I thought it was great. And, you know, obviously at the time that it aired, uh, the whole country needed something like that and, and they got it and everybody watched it. No, there's no doubt about that. Talking with Dan Roan, his last sports cast at WGN television is this week. So make sure that you tune in to see Dan do his thing. For so many years, for decades, WGN Television, Cubs baseball were synonymous. What was it like to have that relationship end? And what was it like to finally see that team win a championship? Uh, As far as the relationship between the station and the team, uh, it was horrible to see it end. I mean, uh, it was a, you know, we had been cut back by that point. Uh, you know, when I, when I was there for most of the years, I was there, we did 150 games and then it went to 80 games because we started sharing with, uh, Comcast Sportsnet. And then, uh, by the end, uh, the Cubs were, I, I would say trying to ace us out completely, but they wound up giving us 45 games a year for those last couple of years. So, uh, you know, we were weaned a little bit weaned off it, but uh, I, I remember vividly. In fact, I was just looking at some of the tape the other day of uh, that last game that we did in St. Louis on that Friday night, uh, two days before the season ended back in 2019. And man, what a what a bittersweet moment uh, for everybody. I mean, we had it for 72 years, 72 years, and then we got zip. So when they win the World Series in, in 2016, after you've covered so many managers and teams and teams that came <laughs> close w- w- to winning a championship, 
What was it like for you to see them win it? You know, it was funny because obviously I was in Cleveland and, you know, we all know what happened. Uh, they blew the lead and then they had the Wrangler and then they had the speech by Jay Hay and then they went out and won it. Uh, when the ball was caught at first base by Rizzo, I was sitting in a room underneath the stands at the ballpark in Cleveland with two octogenarian ladies who couldn't have cared less who won the game. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, you talk about an anti-climax. You know, we couldn't be on the field because, you know, Fox has rights to the games and all that stuff. And, um, yeah, (laughs) it was a total anti-climax. But, you know, once we got out on the field and, you know, got a a chance to experience the celebration. And even though it started pouring down rain a few minutes after we got out there, it was was quite something. And um, I will admit at that point, that's – that's the last team in town that I had not seen win. Everybody else had a championship by then. So uh, I was, I don't know how you'd say, I was a little bit underwhelmed by it, I guess I would say. It's funny, isn't it, that that, that mystique about the Cubs was always that, you know, they came close, but they couldn't quite get it done. And then they finally got it done, and then what, you know? Then what happens? Then you kind of go through this this stretch of time where you're thinking maybe they'll win again, and now you kind of find yourself in the place that they were 10 years ago, which no Cubs fan is happy about. Well, you know, if you think about it, I mean, they're down 3-1 to one in that series to Cleveland and an incredible comeback to win it. But uh, the next year, you know, things had fallen into place in 2016. They'd gotten some breaks and made some breaks for themselves, but – in 2017, remember there there was a rainout in the Washington series, and the schedule got backed up, and they finally beat the Nationals, and had to jump on a plane at four o'clock in the morning and go to L.A. and they had to stop in Albuquerque because somebody had a panic attack on the plane, and they didn't get to Los Angeles until God knows when, and then they had to turn around and play the next day. So they were automatically behind the eight ball. Now, that kind of stuff didn't happen in 2016. So uh, they had, in some respects, had the deck stacked against them a little bit. But by that point, L.A. was a better team than they were. Plus, there were a couple of decisions made in that Dodgers series that probably could have gone a different way, too. What's so special about WGN television? Um... Well, for me, right off the top, it's the people. And, you know, I've been through, you know, how many iterations of management and uh, news people and sportscasters and all that kind of stuff. But I don't know. There's a culture over there. It's it's so much uh, like a family. You know, uh, we are we were corporate owned and we are corporate owned right now. But um it's been such a welcoming place that I think even the Tribune and now Nexstar, I think they're smart enough to kind of have left well enough alone. You know, they just kind of uh, let the culture breathe over there. Um, you really had to try hard uh, to get fired at WGN. I'd have to think really hard about somebody who was actually let go 
in the middle of a contract for doing something. Now, there have been some, some people have not been renewed, but, um, you know, they, they hired good people for the most part. And they, and I think the people were kind of assimilated into what's going on over there. Uh, we really bill ourselves as Chicago's very own television station. And that's what we are. You know, we're not owned by ABC or NBC or CBS or Fox. And I think it makes a difference. When I think about your delivery as a sportscaster, the word smooth comes to mind. My, my former EP, Herb Lawrence, always calls you Silk Man because you're smooth with your delivery. That was a Hawk Harrelsonism right there. Right? <laughs> Silk Man. Uh, That's where that started. So, so I'd love to know, when did you feel comfortable in who you were and who you were presenting to the audience? Well... Uh, the station I came from in Champaign, WCIA, uh, we were enormous. We we're the only VHF station down in that part of the country. So uh, everybody watched us. We had a staff meeting down there one time, and, and the owner of the station came in and said, uh, first off, I want to say we have a 56% share of the audience at 10 o'clock. Uh, we're the only station in the nation that has that kind of audience. And then he said, we're halfway to our goal. (laughs) 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 It it was great. It was really funny and a great line by him. But uh, so, you know, we had, I kind of had that confidence from where we were and we'd done a lot in Champaign. It wasn't just like a run of the mill station. We did Illinois, football and play-by-play and Illinois basketball play-by-play. So I had done a few things, um, but I'll never forget the first story I covered at GN. Uh, it was a tennis tournament over at UIC, and John McEnroe was playing, and it was like, whatever, 920, and sports was getting ready to come on. So uh, Bill Frank was our sportscaster, and he tossed it out to me, we flipped the light on, started talking, and McEnroe immediately started screaming at us. We were on the catwalk on the east end of the UIC pavilion, <laughs> and they stopped the match, and we had to turn the thing off, and I was stuttering for words. It was horrific. I said, they're going to fire me before I get back to the station. Uh, but, you know, after that, um, one thing about GN at that point, they didn't really have, you know, Frankie was kind of on the way out, and he he wasn't that interested in doing it and really there was nowhere to go but up. So I was confident in the fact that I could help them at least raise the bar a little bit and had some great people working there. And as it turned out, uh, I think we did okay over the years. Is there anything that you're like most proud of that, that you accomplished as, as the lead person over at channel nine? Oh man, I, you know, all right, you know what, Dan? This is not the time for you to be humble. All right, like you. Well, let me see. What's the greatest thing I've done? You're pretty great at this I, broadcasting thing. It's why you did it for 40 <laughs> years. So there's got to be something in there. Well, I will say this. Now, I went up. I was hired to be a sportscaster on the news, so that's it. And I'd done some uh, some limited play-by-play on the Illinois stuff down there, mostly as an analyst, not so much as play-by-play. So. It's September in my first year, and things are going crazy. The Cubs 
it wasn't my first year, it was later on, I guess. And I get the years mixed up. But um, it's probably, well, it was 88. So I'm walking down the hallway, and it's a, set, or it's a weekday, and Arnie Harris is walking the other way, you know, and he, hey, what's going on? I go, nothing. He said, what are you doing Saturday? I said, well, nothing. I said, I'm doing the news like I always do on Saturday. And he said, uh, you're doing play-by-play on Notre Dame football. You and Paul Horning are doing the game, and John Mengelt's going to be on the sideline. He said, that's what you're doing Saturday. And it wasn't like he asked me if I could do it or if he asked me if I thought I was good enough to do it. He just said, you're doing it. And uh, so, you know, I had a I had a meeting with Lou Holtz on Friday, and we went over and did the game on Saturday. And we wound up doing five more. And they won the national championship that year. So we had a million people watching us all the time. And uh, just the point of all that is the fact that, you know, I've gotten to do so many things at GN. I grew up as a kid in Iowa listening to Cardinal games on the radio because we couldn't get the Cubs and we were too far away. Uh, so I heard uh, Harry Carey and Jack Buck do all these St. Louis games. And the year after the Notre Dame stuff, Harry goes into the Hall of Fame and Arnie says, oh, by the way, you're doing play-by-play on the Cubs-Dodgers game on Sunday because Harry won't be there. And, you know, I, after I picked my jaw up off the ground, I started uh, thinking about how I was going to do this. And then, you know, I was fortunate enough uh, when uh, Harry passed and Chip came in and he was working for Fox on the weekends and couldn't get out of his deal. So I had not had to do, I was allowed to do uh, all those weekend shows and doing the game. So I did Kerry Wood's first game with Stoney and I did all those uh, games during the great home run race with McGuire and did Sammy 66, then the Astrodome that final weekend of the regular season. And uh, then when the Bulls got good, I probably did 10 or 12 of the Michael Jordan's games as a play-by-play guy. I mean, it's insane the stuff I've gotten to do. It's a really, really incredible career. Uh, Sincerely, Mr. Rome. I want to thank you for what you did for me, what you and Harry and Krista and Rich and Ike all did for me when I was an intern. I I carry a lot of lessons from my time as an intern, and I try to share them with my students and interns that I have now. And I wanted to say thank you for being a real pro and being great at your job and, and serving as an example of how to do this. Well, I appreciate that very much. And, uh, you know, that's one of the great things about this is we get a chance to mentor people. And we've had a lot of interns uh, do well in their careers after they left. And you certainly are at the top of the list. And uh, we're thrilled for you. And we're very happy you were with us. And if we did contribute to any of that stuff, we are glad that we did. I'm glad that you did, too. Now, now all you get to do is hit the ball straight for the rest of your life, and and that's a good thing. Dan, congratulations on an incredible career. Lawrence, I appreciate it very much. Great to be with you, and, uh, you know, we're not going away anywhere, so we'll be around. Good. I like hearing that. That is Dan Rome. You can check out his last sportscast this week on Channel 9. He will be missed over there. He's a wonderful broadcaster and a really great dude, and I learned a lot from him, and I'm glad that I'm glad that he is accepting of the roses that he's getting because people love that dude and for good reason. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.